This is the Pro Audio Suite Podcast. Quick Bites. Thanks to Rode Microphones and Harlan Hogan's VoiceOver Essentials, the home of the Portabooth Pro. We're in for another Quick Bite. And this week we're talking about something that's very topical. It's certainly all over Facebook at the moment. Um, AI for VoiceOver. And there's one company in particular called Speechello. Mm-hmm. Has anybody else seen this? I think I've seen it referred to one time, perhaps, but uh, I've kind of had my head down working a lot, and I, I, I haven't had a chance to read about it. But is this the one that uh, is like a fur hire service that you know business owners can hire to get no. replaced voice or what? How, it's like you, it's, you basically it's, give them a script and AI reads it, but it sounds pretty normal. Oh, it's I see. So it's a voice. really high quality. Yeah, it's a very high quality synthesis, voice synthesis. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Gotcha. So it's. It, I don't know. I mean, for me, it's. Uh, well, it, you know, I, th- I think firstly, the thing you've got to accept is that it's here to stay. As much as your fivers and yep. all that stuff, as much as we talk about it, it's it's not going to go away. Well, as much um, as sample libraries are here to stay. That's right. I agree. You know, sample libraries of every great instrument in the world, yeah. every piano, organ, symphony. Exactly. But as I said to AP earlier today, I think, I think the cream will still rise to the top. Like those people yes, who are voicing absolutely. things like major banks, um, you know, uh, all that sort of stuff, the, 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 the high end of town stuff, your work's not going to go away. I think interestingly right. here, the work that this stuff is going to chew into is going to be like your Fiverr voices yes. and all that sort of stuff. That's that's the sort of entry level. It's going to creep up from the bottom. It's, yeah. It's going to yeah. hit it's yeah. going to hit all the instruction videos and the stuff where you just need like yes. bulk voice work. It's going to be yeah. on phone systems e-learning, and all maybe. like the e-learning exactly. I, I I don't think it's because it's going to be a while until you can start giving an AI program entity whatever it is a set of instructions and say like read it like whatever um to give direction to an AI. Like when it comes to the point where you can give AI direction the way you give humans direction, and then the AI can interpret that direction and actually give back what the human wants. And then refuse. Yeah, and then refuse and say, I already did it that way, or <laughs> you hired me because I'm me. You know, when the AI, when we yeah. get there, it's all over. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I'm looking forward to that. Uh, but I was talking yeah. to someone about it the, the other day when I saw this particular company and I assumed that they gathered real voices and then put them into a sort of database and then synthesized at the other end. But he was telling me that that's not true. The The actual synthesis is ground up. It actually creates the voice. Is that correct? Um, I, I do know that there was one company, I forgot the name now, but about maybe a year and a half ago or two, I went through the whole process of you just sit there and read to it. And the more you read to it, the more it learns your voice. And then eventually you can just give it a sentence and it will say that sentence in your voice. And it sounded very MP3-like, but you could definitely, in a very creepy way, hear yourself in there. It was starting to get your characteristics, whatever. So I think that's the obvious next step for some of these companies. This this one that you pointed out in particular, that it looks like they've sort of curated a few specific um you know, voice types, it's kind of funny. One of them is like, I'm English, and if you'd like anything to be read with authority, then that's me. And yeah, and then, you know, they have all, like, but they seem to have a limited set of voices, but that's obviously going to expand. And eventually there will probably be like, whatever, the James Earl Jones plugin. Yeah. Wouldn't that be nice? And and also, didn't this come up with like people who have, uh, what's what's the, um, 
what's his face? A scientist who, who, who died, but uh, Hawking. Oh, Stephen Hawking. Yeah. And so there's like these people who've lost their voice and they want to capture their voice before it's gone when they know they're just inevitably going to lose it. So and that the, way when the, they speak, it can be them. Well, there's a guy that did that. Yeah. Um, Gene, uh, Roger Ebert, the film critic. Yeah, yeah. Here he had, he lost his lower jaw due to, I believe, right. cancer or something. So he did, I don't know how this came apart, but if you want to Google it, look for a TED Talk on this exact subject. It's really amazing. He does a whole TED Talk where it's his own voice, but he cannot speak. And it's all him pre, pre, he, I guess it's pre-scripted. But it's his own voice, and um, it's synthesis based. Well, it's not prescripted. Okay, well, no, it's not prescripted. Yeah, it's 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 something that can be. He can answer questions. I think he types them in or something, and it spits out his voice. It's wow. a synthesis of the words with his voice, and that's based on a model that they've built from ingesting thousands of hours of his voice. You know. Well, I- I did some work in college because uh, one of the programs we have to we had to make was is this chip which was a phoneme chip and so there's there's the alphabet but there's far more phonemes than than letters in the alphabet and so you have all these like like sounds like e a a f ch like all these things and then you just literally like string them together sometimes you need a few extra ones in a row and you can get it to say things like electronics and that's your classic like computer sounding voice. And as, as you get those phonemes, those are just, originally they were just like, you know, uh, tone generators, like, you right. know, like sawtooth waves. I think of the game B-17 Bomber from when I was a kid. B-17 Bomber. It was all strung yeah. together, little synthesis. Little phonemes, you know, right. Yeah, phonemes. So, so that's, the, that's the synthesis part. And just like wavetable synthesis with like, you know, sample players, you can have a, a waveform and, and you can even combine these two things, you know? Yeah. Well, there's a, there's a plugin called Reformer or Reformer Pro or something like that. I don't know if you guys have seen this, but you can, say you take a football crowd, like the crowd going, rah, right. like that. And you can, you can give it the voiceover, like, you know, um, the, like a crowd chanting, one, two, three, four. And you uh-huh. put it into Reformer and it takes that sample of the crowd and takes the sample of your voiceover and blends the two so you get the crowd going, one, two, three, four. So it's like pluralize. Whoa. Yeah, really uh, have, clever. No, have you ever heard of pluralize? No. Oh. It's like no, you give it like three people and then you yeah. have a crowd, a stadium full of people. Oh, really? And they're wearing different, and they're wearing different shirts, and they're doing slightly different things. <laughs> oh, this is a and, video thing. That's a yeah, video pl- yeah. Thing. I'm pretty sure wow. it's called Pluralize. I yeah, I, wow. I do believe, but there's a video plugin that because huh. I've seen it where they shoot stuff, and it's like you know they're shooting something at a football field, right? Yeah. And they'll hire enough extras to have just just the camera fill like the shot. in yeah. the eye shot, but then they have like a like a wide shot or even a pan out where they mm. somehow in graphics blend from the live action people wow. to the digital pluralized oh, yeah. people. Oh, they do that a lot. Like Queen, yeah. the Queen movie where they're into Wembley. Yep. Yeah. And you know, they, they have these incredible crowd shots. That's how they do it. Yep. <laughs> Synthesis. Did you see the video for the making of that scene for the audio with the oh, crowd singing? Mind, they got, speaking they of, got, individual yeah. people to sing it at home and send it in yes. basically. And someone sat there and mixed 
thousands, thousands hundreds of, of thousands of these things together to make like, the crowd. Yes, yeah. like Isn't thousands of iPhone recordings. And they could yeah. have just used this plugin. I know, yes, but that's right. Know, exactly. God. That's right. Like, exactly. Yeah. Somebody had an idea. <laughs> You know, this is probably yeah. that guy who had to mix all hundred thousand of these things together. Yeah, He's like, exactly. I'm, not doing I'm never doing again. that again. In <laughs> terms of our conversation, though, Robert, isn't it interesting that you take it to a feature film level, and they these guys would surely be aware of some of these plugins that we're talking about, but they've gone, no, let's do it properly. No, they did it. And I think that comes back to our argument with this AI mm-hmm. stuff: is that yeah. there will always be a need to do it properly. And the cream will always rise to the top. Because the other thing to think about, I mean, in terms of, even in terms of audio engineers, I mean, you think about Ozone and Nectar and um, what's that other mix assistant one that Isotope do? Um, Or Landar. What's what's the ones that are online that just do like online mastering? That's right. That's the thing. I mean, I think that they're not going to go away either and they're only going to get better. But you can't, like, I, I can't imagine an isotope sort of thing doing something for radio, for example, with all the different nuances that go into a radio promo in terms of sounds on voices and things like that. I can't imagine AI being able to do that. There's all kinds of creative uses we don't know about yet, monster voices and everything else. Plus there's no way that you could justify denying someone who's going to lose their voice for them to be able to recapture and replay their voice. So the technology is valid on so many levels for someone to say, oh, I don't want that out because of job protection. It's like, keep on going to the Stone Age. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, it's th- going to get better. There's no yeah. doubt about it. I mean, even Adobe has thrown their hat in the ring because they created something called Voco. This is in yet another online video you can watch about Voco. But um, here's a little blurb from Wikipedia. Um, the software takes approximately 20 minutes of the desired target's speech and then generates sound-alike voice with even phonemes. Sorry, phonemes. Phonemes that were phonemes. not present. Yeah, yeah, that were not present in the target example material. So, in other words, someone would say, "I like to eat strawberries. They're really tasty. I enjoy them very much." And then you could literally type the word apples, and then you know, in the recording software where the word apples where strawberries was, you could just delete the word strawberries, type in the word apples, and yes. now it would change the speech to be, to be the word apples. Right. Adobe came out with that a couple of years ago. Crazy. Yeah, yeah this well, is a couple th- of years is, ago. This is like the deep fake part of audio. Yes, and it's, it is. And it's totally necessary technology bound to come out, all of that, and it makes total sense. I mean, you're talking about the phonemes, exactly the same chip. Now they're just like, allowing you to say a bunch of sentences and it will pick out the phonemes for you right. in your voice and then it will reassemble them. Yeah. I mean, yeah. without the AI technology, this has happened for a long time. I mean, who was the, AP, who was the guy who did the VB ad, the original one? Uh, uh, John Millian. John Millian. He's got this typically Australian, think of your Australian Ocker country lad voice. That was his voice. And he did this ad for an Australian beer called VB, which is still a classic. But he died um, a few years into the campaign. And for about three or four years, between takes that he'd done before and stuff that they'd recorded just in outtakes, they used to cut, commit together whole new commercials. So 
I mean, I know it's not AI, but this sort of reusing things and, and making people say things that in a way that they hadn't said it before has been around for a long time. It's just that I guess now it's becoming computerized. I mean, I can think of sessions where I've had to make people say other things using other people's voices. I've done this a lot because writers write things like in the 20th century and they really meant the 18th century or they get their centuries wrong and it's too late and you got to like, you know, get so-and-so to re come in. Like, I think they sound like her and let's get them to read. And, and actually what's funny is if you get a musician, they match up better because they can hit the pitch part of it. Um, but there but yeah, are times that, you can do it yourself. That's right. Lot. And there are times you can do it yourself. I mean, if yeah. it's only the end of a word, you can read along with whatever like, it is yourself and just cut it in that, it that tiny little bit. And yep. it's so quick that the brain doesn't even register that the voice has changed. It just, Correct. you just fill the gap. Right. Can I tell you something, yep. Robert? I've replaced yep. ends of your words with my voice. <laughs> there you go. Been exactly. Podcasts. Right. <laughs> Did my statement instantly become. More authoritative, yeah. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) You got smarter all of a sudden. (laughs) That episode where George went to sleep, he didn't really go to sleep. I I mean I I believe it though. We've we've replaced um characters where the um you know like it's a known voice and then they're trying to get someone else and they have to keep on going back to like archives of these character voices and reassemble things that they haven't said before. Yeah. That seems to be inevitable. I mean, what's going to take, what's going to happen and what's going to stop somebody from developing this technology and then going to, you know, um, Don LaFontaine's family and saying, um, we're willing to offer you X dollars. Um, but what we're going to be doing is basically replicating the, your, your, with, you know, your husband Don's uh, voice for the rest of eternity. Um, so what's that worth to you? What is that I worth? I mean, that stuff's going to happen. <laughs> and he's going to say a bunch of stuff that he might, you might not want him to say. That's, That's right. Thing, and he yeah. might have had a problem with saying originally. That's right. Right. Yeah, you might have a contract saying, I, that, I, if you use my you know, deceased husband's voice to speak these words, I will sue you. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. you know, that's the kind of stuff that could happen. There, there was actually a movie about this. It was kind of like a cheesy 80s movie, but it was basically about people selling their whole likeness and all the TV commercials were made. And they were actually shooting a commercial where when you see the camera, there's nothing. They're just shooting a green screen and they have some props. And then when you look in the monitors, of course, there's people there and they just look incredibly lifelike because they've replaced, they've captured people's likeness and somehow it's a big scandal. I can't remember the name of the movie. Wow. That was looking into the future. In fact, where we are right now. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. I just feel like there's just Warner Brothers is always going to have, you know, the, uh, a scoring stage. And they're always going to have an orchestra coming in and scoring a film. I feel like that's just that's just an expectation that we have human elements. We we still have people playing drums. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even though we got every drum sample on the planet available at our fingertips, everything. I mean, sometimes drummers are playing those samples. Maybe right. maybe you're just going to have a voice actor, just like you have with with animation, where you have these actors now who are nothing but 
great at physicality and they're doing all kinds of motion capture. Sure. And then once they have that, their voice quality isn't what they're looking for. So right. Or they're just not even looking for them because, because they're really going to be in the end, they're going to be an animated gorilla, but they're jumping around a green screen room and they're got all these sensors all over them. And who knows, like, like maybe it's going to be like, Andrew, can you please read this and then, and and give us your interp. And then we're going to replace it with James Earl Jones. And Andrew's yeah, in yeah. and you get all these hybrid oh, morphs of different things. That is definitely that is definitely going to happen. That's, that just seems so obvious. Yeah, I could that see that. That just seems so obvious to me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the technology already exists to do that. It's just going to take a matter of time before the necessity to do so becomes affordable, or starts to become affordable, and then the necessity to do it. I don't know. Somebody has to like break it's, the bust, bust the cherry on it, and then it's just going to be happening all over the place. Well, here's an interesting thought based on that. Say, for instance, you did want to use Don LaFontaine and you owned his voice, so it becomes like a publishing, you know, a publishing ownership deal. Right. And what they do is they get someone like me to read, adding all the nuance into the script. Sure. And then they send that off, and then they put. Um, Don Fontaine's voice in there, copying all the nuances that I've put in there. Oh, totally. I yeah. can see it happening. I mean, we're doing it with drums all the time. You know, like they'll record a drum kit and they'll replace practically every damn instrument Yeah. in post. They're yeah. like, ah, I don't like that kick drum. Put a new one in there. Ah, that snare drum sounds crappy. This is what this is going to change. Like the land of scratch tracks, the land of animatics maybe. You know, like they... they they would hire a lot of voice actors to do animatics sometimes, but maybe this is going to fill in where they needed, you know, like need a girl's voice, need a boy's voice, need this, that, and the other thing. And they can yeah. just fill in the lines. Um, there, yeah. there, it is going to affect some industries, but in, in a sense that it's all valid technology, I, I think you can't put it back in the bag. Um, if you want to go food, yeah. we're always going to have gourmet restaurants, even though there's plenty of fast food restaurants that are cheaper and it more convenient. Talking. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're always going to want to have, a gourmet, premium, art, artisanal, artisanal, I mean, uh, uh, product. We just always are. We're humans. We want a human element, a human performance, and we're going to care. Yeah. Even if we can't even tell the difference in the end, just knowing it was done that way, well, we will, we, it just, there's something about it. We'll want that to be there. Yeah. But he, here's one for you, just to, just to finish this off. Um, cochlear. Now, for people who are deaf, you can have the implant into the side of your head, which I assume then has wires cochlear going Cochlear implant. Yeah, right. cochlear implant going I've, to your I've brain. known people with a cochlear implant. Yeah. So if you think about that, then you kind of reverse it. Can they do, like if you captured your voice because you knew you were going to lose your voice, and then they did a thing like basically a cochlear implant that goes into the part of your brain where speech is developed, because you can hear the words in your brain. I mean, that's generating the conversation. Then reverse, instead of going in, it's actually coming out and going oh, into I a see. machine and creating the voice that goes with the, ah, the yeah. pattern in your well, brain. Who knows? That would be wait, a wait, wait, USB-C you, port on I, your head. Uh, yeah. I don't have enough acid to follow that one. <laughs> <laughs> Say that again. But that, you, well, you're right. That's the logical conclusion. You're just reversing the technology. So yeah. the brain waves, the brain waves so, that you, yeah, you're so sending. So this is like a means well, of you telepathy? Think the speech, when you think the speech... 
you it send that speech s- thought it to into some sort the computer, of, yep. yes. and the computer and interprets the speech thought and speaks for you. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, well, yeah. well, Hawking's Hawking's interface was following his eyes. Like whatever interface he had was amazing. Yes, because it still he took had, him a very long time to compose a sentence. I mean, it took yeah. a long time, right? Yeah. It wasn't like real time. It's not instant. No, you couldn't sit there and have a cup of coffee and have a chat. No. I think that's an amazing idea for the future, though. Yeah. yeah. Well, also, I mean, you realize that that raises the, the, the point of telepathy. If, if, if everyone had a cochlear implant and a way of converting brainwaves to oh, here we go. essentially a yeah. transmit, now you've got telepathy. Oh, yeah, you do. You do. <laughs> Pretty much. You're right. Absolutely. You ever seen AI, the, uh, well, interestingly, AI telepathy. Yes. Yeah. Have right. you seen the. Well, in the uh, sense that you need an interpreted voice to. Yes. Have you seen the TV series Cold Lazarus? No. No. Where they keep this guy's head in a box, basically, and all wired up, and they're just analyzing his thoughts and dreams and memories. And wow, wow, no, I haven't seen that. Yeah, there's a um, what's 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 the movie about a crime scene where they basically have technology where they can grab these people that were recently dead and sort of resuscitate them, not really enough to be able to get into their brain and replay their last memories or their last so wow. like yeah. X amount of time so they can go and back shit? and solve the crime. Right. Wow. Yeah, exactly. Like there's Damn. still a, ma- a certain amount of latent memory that hasn't mm. died yet. Mm. And, mm. and it's like, wow, that seems actually feasible in a crazy way. But if yeah, we all you know? had like GoPros inserted into our brain. <laughs> now you're talking Black Mirror. Yeah. Speaking of shows oh, you gotta watch. Man. The, the funny <laughs> thing is like your memory Mirror. is not your memory. Your, your memory is something that changes. Your, yeah. your recollection yeah. of something is a dynamic thing. It is not That's fixed. Right. We remember yeah. things we didn't actually do or say all the time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, can implant, you can implant a memory and people have proved this. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, crazy. Huh. Mm. Well, there you go. Well, on that note. <laughs> it's all over. <laughs> wow, man. That's happy, dude. <laughs> Back to the beanbag and the bone. Yeah. Hey Siri, say that's the end of the episode. I'm sorry, I don't know how to do that. <laughs> Serious shit. There you go. I had to wrap that up. Perfect. <laughs> this show was mixed by Voodoo Sound, edited by Andrew Peters, using Source Connect Now and Rode microphones, with technical support from George the Tech Whittem. Don't forget to subscribe and like us. Yeah.